Hello everyone, this is the MSC Performance Podcast. My name's Kitty and today I'm joined by our very own Max. Hello. Hi Max. Hello everyone. Um, so today uh, we're just going to have a general chat, um, catch up on what's been going on here at MSC, um, things that we've been up to and then we've got a little bit of a topic, a training topic that we're going to discuss which is going to be double training days, um, overreaching in your training and just discussing um, fatigue in general and um, what to do if you feel like you're over, um, overreaching in your training. So, yeah. So, Max, how are you doing? Tell me a little bit about last weekend. So you did oh, a competition man. on Saturday. God, I'm, honestly, I'm not recovered still. <laughs> My body is written off. So, obviously, MSC entered this... Um, competition over at Fordish Gym out towards Redditch. Yeah. And I think we got given about a week's notice. We yeah. got a team quickly together. And originally Luke was Luke was in the Yeah, team. can we just say this? Yeah. yeah. So Luke was actually competing in a fitness competition. I know. Yeah. Um and then on Friday, so the, the day before, I was in here with Luke and he was just talking non-stop. I can't be bothered. Oh, I don't want to do this. I know. Do you know what? The thing is, I actually pushed him a little bit because I asked him to help move my stuff on Saturday. So I was like, <laughs> so I was like can you get someone to get to do yeah. this for you? Because I need you. Exactly. And then as soon as he was just nibbling at my ear saying this, and I just said, oh, go on, I'll do it for you. And then I've never seen someone's eyes light up as much as he's doing that. So, yeah, and then I ended up doing it. Um, it was a great day. So we arrived half nine they did all the briefing um and then there was four uh there was three events mm-hmm. in teams of six there was like one was called the engine room or something like that which was a lot of running a lot of cardio equipment all that stuff mm-hmm. second was a relay race some more sprinting but it was quite a long sprint it was like 250 meters so it's like you don't know whether to go maximal or hold up a little mm-hmm. bit and then the third was same thing a little bit engine roomy but it was more, there was burpees involved, wobbles and lunges, and you just have mm-hmm. to unwrap them in your team to sit. All of this is right off your alley, though. So oh, no, this is my kind of training. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't prepared. I wasn't mentally prepared for it. Um, on the um, mental side. Yeah, though. yeah. Um, and we did those three events, and then we were all saying, like, oh, like, because if you come in the top five, I think it was, you go through to a final event. And we were, well, when I say we were all saying, it was me who was saying, come on, let's just forfeit, like, if we get through. And we, we somehow got through to the final, yeah. which was actually a really, really good event. It was a long one. And then throughout the um, event, they'd knock a, a team out of each. So you do, like, uh-huh. a certain amount of calories on the ski or the assault bike. Yeah. You then do a lap. And if your team doesn't get back, if your team's last who comes back, you're, mm-hmm. you're out there. So mm-hmm. you, you can recover. And we somehow got through to the last mm-hmm. part. Um and then we came, we came third in the end. Like, That's impressive. I know, though. brilliant. Like, I can't believe it. I mean, our team was very good. Yeah. We yeah. had some absolute units in our team. And it's just, it shows that if we probably trained, if we had a good two, three months. Yeah, that's like, what training, I was thinking. Yeah, that, like, yeah, just like with like one week's notice, you haven't been prepared mentally or physically. And yeah. you've achieved that. Like, imagine what you could have done. Yeah, it was brilliant. Like, it was very, That's cool. The event was very like high roxy. Um, mm-hmm. which is obviously getting bigger now and like the team that won um I didn't do much research but I just saw one of them one of the lads and it was tagged yeah and he's just an absolute unit like yeah. they finished all the events so quick and I think they went to the um 
there was the world championships in Vegas. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. The engines on these people, it's ridiculous. Like yeah. the amount of like, they can work under so much fatigue. Like they can work themselves to the max and then still go running and still do amounts of work under yeah. fatigue. It's ridiculous. Like if you want to do that kind of stuff, you've got to get used to training in like that red, that red zone. Yeah. You're literally fucked. <laughs> yeah. And then you're fine with doing like another 10, 15 Murphy's. Or yeah. Which, yeah, that's all. Yeah, which I think we were good at to be fair, but mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, they were on a different level. Yeah. So yeah, that was my that was my weekend. So yeah. I'm still have you trained since? I'm gonna try one today, so it's Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try, but still my like <laughs> my ass is hurting the most because we did so much lunging. Yeah. Like, and we did it quick. So my ass yeah, and today. the sprinting and all of yeah, that. Yeah, so. just I'm in agony. Um yeah, that was my weekend. How's how's Good. your training going? Um short and sweet mm. shit yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. um so in terms of like I don't know if members or listeners know I am on the barbell club programming myself as well um so in terms of that I am progressing really nicely yeah. like on a weekly basis um not to big the barbell club up a little bit but it's it's a really good programming it's honestly very good, yeah. it's very it's very, very good. good um so in terms of that I am getting stronger heavier lifts on a weekly basis Mm -hmm. so I'm I'm really happy with that I also have no pain or anything no injuries um I had a I would say like a chronic lower back pain since I was like 17 years old um and every now and again it really flares up but since I've been in a program for like two months now Mm -hmm. I think um I haven't had any pain so that's amazing um but I'm also doing some Olympic weightlifting Mm -hmm. um which I'm really not happy with. Um, I enjoy it. <laughs> to be fair, like I enjoy it, but I think I get to a point where I get frustrated if I don't like get things right. Yeah. If that makes it's sense. So technical, isn't it? Like, yeah. Especially because I do a little bit of Olympic lifting. Like when you dive into that world properly, like, yeah. not just doing a little little bit on the like on the yeah. edge when you have a bit of time, and you properly dive in the technique side. Of yeah. It. There's so much like intricacies that you yeah. don't really think about, but like when you actually start doing it, there is so much, and it's like oh, there's yeah. always so much to learn. Like one session, you might, yeah, I don't know, you might be good at the catch or whatever, you might be good at a different part of it, but then you're high pull shit or you're mm-hmm. like fall from the floor. Yeah, that's terrible. exactly it's what like, you witnessed yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like there's so there's so much to learn, and that's why it's so interesting to sort of witness these brilliant athletes, especially. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we've got the Indian weightlifting team here just yeah. to witness them training, seeing how perfect they are. Yeah. And lifting that amount of weight. It's, it's honestly exactly. a spectacle. And also, it? they're coming in twice a day as yeah. well, and like most days. So it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. they are under a lot of load. Exactly. And to be able to um, master these skills under so much you know pressure as well (laughs) and load like the fatigue is real with them as well so So I guess I guess that'll bring us quite nicely into our topic so you're obviously doing your barbell club Mm -hmm. three days a week Mm -hmm. doing your Olympic lifting and then what do you think so in terms of training too much or double training days what's your opinion on that do you think yeah so um there are a lot of scenarios where uh using or doing double training days Mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense there are others where not so much so I think a lot of people have this notion of doing more is better however it's not necessarily the case and I think with um with our members and athletes um, elite professional athletes as well I think 
that's this is a problem an issue not an issue let me just say um challenge that comes in where you need to monitor load and you need to really um you know be smart on how you how you manage that but it is a thing um without a doubt I have yeah there's so many members who come into here and I think I don't know I guess I don't know if it's a social media thing or uh People like to think that if they work twice a day, mm-hmm. train three times a day, the grind, yeah, that that's going <laughs> to yeah. benefit them so much more, and that yeah. it leads into that whole fatigue thing that they like feeling sore, they mm-hmm. like being knackered because they've done a brilliant session, all of this. When actually, the science and the, and all of that behind it, it doesn't particularly go that yeah. way, does it? I mean, in some instances, it does with with regards to elite athletes, as you say, but if Joe whoever comes into yeah. the gym wants to build some muscle maybe lose a little bit of fat joe training twice a day six times a day it's just it's not yeah. realistic it's not going to last him in the long run yeah. there's going to be a time when he's going to be that tired and that knackered yeah that he's just going to go completely back on what he's done yeah and it's, it's just not going to benefit you in the long run then. yeah definitely i think this is a good time to bring up the study that we brought for yeah. today um, <clears throat> so we looked at a study that's been recently conducted where researchers have um, allocated um, 12 people, oh, 24 people in total into two groups. One of the groups had um, uh, four sets of 10 reps uh, of bench press at their 70% one rep max. And they did that twice a day. So they had a morning training and then an afternoon training. And then the second group did eight sets of 10 reps. Again, 70%, one rep max, um, but they did it in one training session. So the uh, overall load was equated, but it was just that one group has split it up and then the next group just did it within one one session. And the researchers kind of hypothesized that the group who did it, the double training day, they would perform better. They would, um, their force production would be higher and uh, their recovery would be faster because they measured um, muscle swelling, fatigue and all of these yeah, kinds yeah, of stuff. Yeah. Um, and it makes sense, right? Because if, you, if yeah. yeah, if you're doing t- two um, sessions a day, then you're going to be fresher hmm. for the sessions and well, for the sets for every single set exactly and doing doing eight sets in one go it's a lot of it's a lot of load, load isn't load. it whereas if you as you say if you split those groups into those four sets of mm-hmm. whatever rep schemes they do they're going to be fresher they're going to put more work into those four sets so it is it makes sense definitely mm-hmm. and recovery wise that you are going to be better but we found didn't we that even though the recovery was better in set B, who had that break on the mm-hmm. day, there was still both both sets, both um, groups still recovered within 48 40, hours. Yeah. So it's, that's still an ideal recovery period. Mm-hmm. So that's sort of a limitation of that study. I suppose, yeah, yeah I, would, I would reckon I completely agree with you. Yeah. I feel like, yes, you might have recovered a little bit better, but 48 hours mm-hmm. is it's just the right time and it's it's it's, replic- it's putting this study into that like into real life people so i think mm-hmm. who who would joe who i've spoken about <laughs> yes. joe is not just for the record yeah. we don't have a specific member that's no, called joe like, we're not talking yeah, about him. Like joe. <laughs> joe is not going to come into the gym probably on a monday morning before work yeah do half of his session and then he's not probably going to come in he's not mm-hmm. going to come in on the evening unless he mm-hmm. loves it 
but and then do half the session then yeah. joe is going to come in probably do his full session in either the morning or the evening mm-hmm. and then go home like most yeah. people but it's working out how much load to put through joe mm-hmm. so that yeah. he's not too tired so that yeah. he's not too fatigued so that yeah. he's not too sore so that he can recover again for the next session yeah. in two days or the next day or whatever split he's he's got in that Mm -hmm. that makes sense yeah although just on that I think that like um because you just said this example that they would do one half of the session in the morning one half on the other on the evening sorry um I think that there are scenarios when that makes sense. For example, when the the overall train number of training days are limited. Mm-hmm. So, for example, Joe or can only train twice a week. Yeah. For him, that might work if that makes sense yeah. to come yeah. in morning, evening, morning, evening. So he's got he's getting four sessions in total mm-hmm. in the yeah. week. Um, so there are certain scenarios, but if you do have the availability and the time to come in four times a week yeah. instead of twice, then yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah, and it, yeah. it suits. The, the way I found it, it, it suited a lot of people is obviously within professional sports. So, like when I was playing rugby um, at my university in the top league and in the championship, they would often split gym sessions by doing, say, a morning session mm-hmm. will be, I don't know, speed, power, agility, mm-hmm. plyometrics, yeah. that kind of stuff. And then the evening or after a training session, they would do their strength, all of that kind of stuff, their muscle mm-hmm. building, all that, all yeah. their maintenance work. So that's a good, but that's all because they've got time because they're mm-hmm. professional athletes. Yeah, that's right. And they don't have to worry about work, don't have to worry mm-hmm. about that because it's part of their job. They can split mm-hmm. all these different training methods into two sessions a day or, mm-hmm. or whatsoever, whatsoever. But then on the flip side of that, they'd often probably, they wouldn't train very often, like as in they'd do maybe three times a week. So this mm-hmm. is within rugby. They wouldn't do too much because you need to maintain and obviously lead up to that game on a Saturday. Yeah. You don't yeah. want them being too fatigued to that. So they'd probably try and overload a certain day. Yeah. Like a Tuesday, just so they're not too fatigued going into that Saturday. So that's yeah. another that's another reason why they potentially do yeah yeah that's right and it also depends on where whereabouts in the season you are Mm. i guess yeah yeah definitely yeah because a lot of times you get a lot of uh as you said a lot of speed work gym based yeah yeah like work maybe in the morning or in the afternoon and then you've got these technical work in the evening with your technical coach as well so and then i think leading into fatigue what kind of so if joe we'll talk about joe yeah Say if Joe was to get fatigued and tired mm-hmm. from doing, say he was overloading himself mm-hmm. on gym sessions, say he was doing five or six sessions a week, he was feeling really tired, mm-hmm. his body was fucked, <laughs> What advice yeah. would you give Joe to get over that fatigue, yeah. to get over that Yeah, tornado? I think it, that's, you're bringing up a really good point, and I think before we go into that, we could also talk a little bit more about the symptoms of mm-hmm. what you should look out for. Yeah. Um, cause sometimes a lot of people go, say, oh yeah, I'm tired. I'm fatigued, but you just got to push through it because, yeah. you know, you can only get it through hard work and that's not necessarily the case. Sometimes you just need to train smarter rather than harder. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we would look at, obviously, as you mentioned, fatigue or any aches in your body, yeah. but there are other stuff, for example, sleep disturbances. I'm guessing, or loss of appetite yeah. as well. Um, what else have we got? Um, 
or for for listeners who have a regular menstrual cycle was the absence of period yeah, that can yeah. be one of the symptoms of uh, overreaching in your training um just generally low mood mm-hmm. and headaches and yeah. all of these kinds of stuff now in the literature there are so many things or so many symptoms that they identified um i think I read a study, it was from 2015, where they said at that point, they identified 125 symptoms of what it could be like to be overreaching. Um, So it's really difficult to actually like identify and diagnose that really. But if you just look out for lack of motivation, um, fatigue, aches and pains, just Mm -hmm. being more susceptible for colds as well, headaches, all of these kinds of stuff. I think you're probably overreaching. Um, So let's say, let's say Joe. Yeah. Let's say you've identified, mm-hmm. say you've done a check-in with Joe. Yeah. And he said, right, I'm really tired. I'm knackered. Mm-hmm. My sleep isn't very good. Mm-hmm. And my body is always aching. Yeah. What would you What would you prescribe Joe to mm-hmm. do? Say he was training, let's say six times a week. Mm-hmm. What would you, what would you say, what would you first say to Joe to potentially change, to adapt that yeah. fatigue or that tiredness? Yeah, I think the most straightforward thing that we can do is just reduce the load um so i think that's why what we do within the barbell club programming as well we're not looking at percentages of one rep max but we are basing off the basing the intensity of the sessions off of rpes which is rate of perceived exertion Mm -hmm. which is i think is brilliant um so for example if i prescribe joe to hit is squat at seven RPE, yeah. but he's training to failure, then we've got an issue. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's really important for listeners who are logging that training, and I highly advise for them to log their training, yeah. um, to look at the intensity of their sessions and to be able to date back, oh, on this session, I yeah. was pretty, I was overreaching a little bit. Because you want to have a, rec- a record of that so that you yeah. know where you went wrong. Um, so I would probably look at that and see where we went wrong yeah. a little bit. And I, I would always say with, with regards to people training, whatever their goals are, whether it's they want to get stronger, they want to put muscle on, they want to lose fat, whatever their goal is, I think it's always telling them from the start that don't identify DOMS mm, as that's a, a good point. Yeah, as a muscle indicator, as an indicator that everything's going right. Like yes. the amount of times you hear people saying oh, I just want the dong. I want to know that I've trained hard yeah. enough. And you've got to say, no, 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 that's not really yeah. a very researched factor that is an indicator for muscle muscle yeah. growing, yeah. muscle tearing down, yeah. all of this stuff. Um, and I also mean, sweating. Yeah, That's exactly. another one. I yeah. think a lot of people chase that. It's like, yeah, if I, I sweated sweat. a lot on the session, except especially on Matt Cons, oh, yeah, if we yeah. sweated a lot, then it was a good session. Where in reality, sweating is your body's mechanism to cool your body yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's all then, All that is. So yeah, on top of that, it's like, I always say to people, marathon runners, Mm. they'll do however long they'll do and they'll get doms from that yet there's been no muscle kind of movement whatsoever (laughs) they've just been running and they still get doms yeah like me i've done this competition oh yeah i've done a load of cardio stuff and my lats are in absolute bits like so that's not a good indicator Mm -hmm. so i always say it's always about finding that sweet spot so like whenever you're training you want to find that spot that you train into good intensity Mm -hmm. when using rpe Mm -hmm. reps and reserve any of these kind of methods 
and you want to find that sweet spot that you can try into that right intensity but then mm-hmm. still be quite fresh the next day yeah. obviously there's going to be weeks where you're going to push that intensity yeah if you are going right. for heavy weeks depending or on your new goal. exercises exactly and exactly and your body will adapt as it goes but it's just finding that sweet spot yeah. so that you can come back fresh so that if you are training four times a week mm-hmm. you're making sure that you are fresh four times four, yeah, four times a week right. like it's, it's yeah as I say finding that sweet spot yeah think. definitely and I think another factor that can come into play in in this scenario is your nutrition mm-hmm. um so depending on whether you are tracking your nutrition or not or paying attention to it or not if you are overreaching it is a good idea to up your protein a little bit um just for that muscle repair um because protein helps with that so i would probably recommend increasing protein intake maybe carbohydrate intake as well um that would help um and then another aspect which is very underrated i would say is sleep oh yeah isn't it yeah I mean, Joe. Joe's going to be sorted after this. Yeah, yeah definitely. Be, Joe will be sorted. He'll be fresh. <laughs> yeah, literally, in no time. Yeah, in no yeah. time. So yeah, just just make sure that you're paying attention to your sleep because um, disturbances in your sleep can lead in, lead to hormonal changes. Mm-hmm. Obviously, your stress hormone, which is cortisol, is going to be yeah. through the roof, mm-hmm. which is going to obviously affect your training. So yeah, just yeah. paying attention to that. Um, you're just having I I normally recommend to my clients to have a good bedtime routine yeah it's yeah. crazy how big of a difference it can make oh, yeah, for you I'm to slow saying. down mm. before bed one hour even if it's just half an hour just yeah, slow yeah. down a little bit dimming the lights oh see, I'm, I'm, um, I'm, I'm I have a problem for that when yeah. I'm in bed I'm straight on TikTok on the MSC TikTok right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the worst thing you can do I, yeah. I know the best thing you can do is dim the lights yeah read a book Mm-hmm. that kind of thing get all phone activity to the side yeah. it will just yeah it will yeah. get you ready for bed won't I f- it? yeah i feel like these are things that we all know but we have yeah, yeah. <laughs> by the look in your eyes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah up your protein guys Lovely. and dim the lights <laughs> yeah. dim the lights the protein job is <laughs> um is there anything that you would like to add on the topic i think that was quite I think that was quite good I well-rounded think, yeah i think um we've covered everything quite well there i think yeah as we say if anyone's got any questions please just fire them through on any of our socials we're more than happy to answer them yeah um, and we'll be back next week with a new episode yeah brilliant hopefully yeah. a new competition another competition that i would have competed in <laughs> be aching again yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes yeah. well thank you so much guys for listening Thank you, guys. Bye.